Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Thank you. 
Preparation this morning, Hallelujah! My, uh, let me give some about these allergies this morning. Praise the Lord, Hallelujah! God bless you, Brother Luke. Luke, you over there? I see you this morning. I'm just listening this morning. Hey, God bless you this morning, Brother. Uh, 
uh, things wrong with you over there in the uh, Vietnam. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. The act of my activism goes on, as you know. I've I've just found uh, a big scandal. Also, uh, mass resistance, mate. Uh, my suggestion to you: you should take it up. They've just set up a chapter in uh, California. They're spread. They really are spreading across America. And with you caring as much as you do about the schools, I couldn't think of anyone better qualified for Texas. Yes, the system. Uh, they have been trying to fight against uh, Obama diplomacy of his uh, wicked, diabolical uh, scheme. And you know I am about anything that's uh, unrighteous. Uh, I'm a minister of righteousness and God has us telling the blind. It's amazing how many people are so blind to stuff that's being said, obviously they actually don't believe what they hear. But the Word of God said there will come a time that mankind will call unrighteousness light. And that's what they have done. They've called everything. It is totally true. The um, To let you know how far gone we are in Australia, we have an association which I used to be a central part of the community that I grew up in in a semi-regional area about two or th- two hours south of Sydney. Uh, it's called the Country Women's Association. The CWA, as it's effect- effect- you know, affectionately known, and yesterday the CWA of Victoria said, we support gay marriage, we support the law that will make gay men get first dibs on adopting child above woman. The gay man must be the new primary carer for children. I am not making this up. Australia's political correctness has even taken over the elderly population. That is a a wake-up call. That's the canary in the coal mine. It's not just the crazy extremist social justice warrior crazy Mormon trannies that are suing the um, governor in North Carolina. No, it is, it, has, it, it is literally spreading to all the political correctness sickness that makes what is ungodly deemed holy in their eyes has spread even to elderly groups in Australia. You can do a search on the internet, Country Women's Association of Victoria Supports Gay Marriage. That happened yesterday. I am in shock because it is true that, as we talked about earlier, that gay men are really storming churches and saying, give me free babies or I'll sue you. And it is true what the mayor of Houston did to you and other pastors is nothing compared to what the gays did in Australia to the Wesley City Missioner Church and made all their um, all the people that attend that church pay into the collection plate for eight years to pay for lawyers to fight the gays saying we must get free Christian-supplied babies whilst the gays got free taxpayer-funded lawyers. And there was a payoff done by the church in the end to make them go away. They hired one of the lawyers from the Public Interest Advocacy Centre, Kate Eastman, or Kate Human Rights on Twitter, is the actual person. 
She's got nothing to do with human rights. She pretends to be an East Timorese activist, but my dad's the real thing, and we know she worked for the oil companies helping the rape and murder of 30% of the entire population of East Timor, which were Catholic, devout Catholics, because it was a former Portuguese colony. And that, that, that actually happened while Jimmy Carter was in, 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 in Indonesia, and they had, to fly, they had to delay the invasion with the ships reading over the horizon for one day because they didn't want to have an Amer American president being in a war zone. It would give it too much pr uh, press. So, um, yeah, that's, this, is, this is how sick it, the world we live in today, that all, uh, groups of old ladies that, um, you know, are the, got the maternal instincts, instincts of the community in Australia at heart have given up their maternal instincts to say the gay man must get first rights above woman to adopt children. Because, uh, you know, the, the, the court case ended with the court being um, making the final decision that gays have the right the churches have the right to discriminate against gay men taking kids from Christian adoption agencies because churches have the right and church adoption agencies have the right to discriminate against unmarried couples when gay marriage become law only gays get the free lawyers to sue churches you understand and when gay marriage becomes law the churches can't discriminate anymore that means only gays get free lawyers to get first pick of the adoptions. That means gay men get first pick of the litter with all children that, that can't be cared for by a mother or a father for whatever reason. Do you understand what I'm saying, brother? How this is, how this is sick? Well, we, we have heard the truth, that's for sure. You know, I uh, admire you for your greatness and to speak against unrighteousness. Me, already put my neck on the line. I pled my leg. I pled my neck when I first come into the ministry. And I saw all the pedophilia and all the pornography and all the smut and snack that came from the pulpit from the of the ministry. Uh, let me open the lines up this morning uh, to the house. Good morning. Welcome. Welcome this morning to another day that the Most High has given us. We definitely thank God this morning. We praise him, hallelujah, for all that he's doing. We know that who's, excuse me, we know who's strong and mighty and who set it on the throne. Excuse me. The problem is with this morning is that we pray. We're so busy, so downtrodden, and so brokenhearted because of the little fires that are burning in our homes, that are burning around us, until it's hard for us to to focus on anything else outside of what's going on in our home. Our country is in trouble. Our state is in trouble. Our children are in trouble. Churches are at stake. Our lives hangs in the balance. But we have hope this morning. Our hope is in a sovereign God that is able to turn the situation around. We must speak to the word. Words say in the last days, this times will come. First thing it says, 
men will become lovers of themselves. Then it goes on and on and on and talks about all the tsunamis, the tornadoes. I mean, how much more of the Bible do we need to read to believe that we are in the last days? Let us put our opening scripture this morning. Isaiah 61. The the Lord God is upon me. For the Lord has anointed me to give tidings to the humble. He has sought me to heal the brokenhearted, to reflect liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to settle the mourners in time, giving them a laurel wealth instead of ashes, the all of joy instead of mourning, the mountain of praise instead of the spirit of evidence, so they may be called the oaks of whiteness, planted by the Lord to glorify himself. God must be glorified, and the only way he's going to be glorified here is that we don't allow all of what we see with our eyes to affect us to the point that we cannot come and be grateful and to thank him. You said, well, why are we going to be so thankful when all this murder, you know, on the on the television right now, right now, right now, every second they show, they show another picture of some child that they say, bring our child children home. For every second, every minute, a child is being abducted. A child is being stolen. A child is being taken away from their families. And where are they going? They're going into the home of the enemy. Pedophiles. Scrupulous peoples. The world have always had an agenda that they want to raise a child. You know, you'd be surprised that if we don't bring our families back to God, then we're going to have more godliness, more godliness. Look at our daughters today. All of them want to wear the same type of clothes. I have to get on some. Some of you are not wearing them. They're too tight. They're too tight, Shama. Some of you can't wear it. Some of you can It's not that Shama likes wearing it. It's just that's what everybody else wears. So since everybody else wearing it, she wants to fit in. No one wants to stand outside. We're going to have to be different this morning, people. We're going to have to be different. We're going to have to say no. We're going to have to stand up and fight a fight worth fighting for. If you want to fight for something, fight for civil liberty. You know, our liberty is at stake here in America, and I'm not going to get too far off into that because I need to talk about conversion. See, my my message is conversion. We need to be converted. He said, except you be converted. Why I need to be converted? Because you're full of your mess. Don't you know that if you're not converted that you're going to do just what everyone else do? You're going to get tired of being yourself. You're not going to have a foundation to stand on. You're going to stand on your ideology. You're going to stand on what you think. Well, God knows. You know, the first thing that we say when we want to live a lifestyle, you can't judge me. I could judge sin this morning. Sin has already been judged, and the penalty for it has already been priced. My thing this morning is to get us to understand that there's room for conversion. 
You know that if you do things that is against the will of God, the word of God, someone is going to see you and someone is going to declare that it's wrong. And that's what Minister Luke do. He said he's not a minister. Well, he's ministering on things. He's talking about things of the Bible. And I've told you, Brother Luke, you get the scriptures. Romans 1 talks about what you talk about. All through the Bible, there are scriptures that refer to that men will become lovers of themselves, leaving their natural affection. And women's like-minded. We're concerned about the men because God has put everything in kingship of the men. And if the men don't stand up and follow after the father, then why should the women follow when it's been given to the man? It's not meant that our wives have to stand up and carouse these boys. The problem is, is that men have gotten so weak and so frail, they'd rather go out after a freaky thing than to come home to a family and let their boys and not Michael Jordan and all the rest of our stars show our children how to put on their shoes. That's why so many of them keep China rich with buying all the China sports. America ain't made one tennis shoe, Nike, and no one else. We need to take an examination this morning. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 13, 5, uh, examine yourself. Know you not whether you go to faith or whether you be reprobate. Prove ye your own self. He wants us to prove ourselves this morning to know whether or not we're living by faith or whether we're just some reprobated people. You know, all through the Bible, uh, verse and scripture, we see that there was a man named Yahshua, Jesus. This man went about doing good. What about preaching the gospel? And Brother Luke, it's no, it's no new thing that, that we have this going on. This was going on centuries and decades and centuries ago because the angels of the Lord went down to Sodom to find 50 righteous men, wind up, couldn't find but one. And the city was destroyed. But before then, the men were on the door trying to break the door down Lot shut his daughters outside. The, uh, uh, I don't think it was Lot. It was the keeper of the house. He shut his two daughters out and said, Do as you would unto these girls, but touch not the men. Don't touch these men that came to my house, my company. They said, We don't want them gals. They tried to break the door down and get in to try and get these men. But the angel of the Lord touched the door. And when he touched that door, every man or a girl that touched that door became blind. These guys were blind, and they still were groping. They were groping at the door. They were groping on the windows. They were trying to get in because they were so sinful-hearted. They wanted to have an affair with angels. Yes, the world, it ain't just begun, my friend. This has been going on for centuries and centuries. What are we going to do about it? We need to pray about it. We need to pray down the kingdom of darkness. There's a prayer to be prayed for this mess. We have to learn how to apply the word. It's so important this morning that we do affirmations. You see, affirmations, God's word over ourselves and over 
every crucial thing because it speaks life into your spirit, body, and soul. You know, take, it takes you to the heart, the forthcoming, uh, excuse me, boy, these allergies just, uh, just rebukable. Uh, if we speak negative over ourselves and others, you are speaking the words of the enemy, and those words will hold you in bondage. So, Minister Luke, it is a very negative thing. Excuse me, you all. I apologize for all my snorting and sniffing. Please forgive me this morning. But if we speak faith-filled words, you know, if we're going to condemn the unrighteous for their unrighteousness, I must also consider that these unrighteous people, that there is room for repentance. You know, the Lord can take a dirty, nasty thing and can turn it into a beautiful thing this morning. You know, I know that it's hard to see and to hear, but I myself, I'm a minister of gospel. I have uh, a deep, deep longing to see these people saved. About 20, about 20, let's see, his daughter is 17. So maybe about 20 years ago, I met a young man, and he was in the church. And the young man was in that lifestyle, and he had a lot of lovers. But he was in the church, and I was in the church. And I loved that fellow, but I loved him from the standpoint of being my friend. His lifestyle, I didn't care to know about it. I knew what he was, what he was practicing. But that was not the most important thing to me about him. What was important to me about him is that he could sing and that he had this anointing about himself. Yes, he was gay. At least that's what they call it, but he sure was a happy gay man. So, you know, happy as he was, you understand me, I don't think the word gay is a bad word. I think it means happy. So the word gay has even been it, it even been watered down and, and been, been trampled down to be something unclean. So as I think about his life, I think about how that the Lord had a word for him, and the word came for me. And the word was, Brother Ray, I see the Lord blessing you in a mighty, mighty way. I see the Lord blessing you with a wife. That man said, oh, no. You didn't see that. God could never do that for me. Some of these people think that they can't be delivered. And I kept on with Brother Ray, and I'm telling you, I promise and I hope the Lord would kill me dead. The next Saturday, this boy had met a girl. This boy called me and said, Brother Anderson, come and see my girl. I came and saw the boy's girl. The pastor of the church found out that he had this girl. The pastor of the church said, Ray, you know that that's not right. You cannot. Well, hell, it wasn't right when he was with a man, so now he's with a woman. That ain't right neither. So I said, Ray, so Ray come crying to me and said, the apostle rebuked me. I said, well, I'm I'm not going to rebuke you, Brother Ray. Get it, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. I told him, get all you can get. Because if God didn't destroy you when you were sleeping with them men, he certainly won't destroy you now. Well, 17, now it's like 18 years later. He's still married, and his daughter's 18, and his son running close behind, 
at about 15. So I know the Father can bring deliverance and healing in the life of these people. So what I want to say to you, Brother Luke, is that you're doing a great work, but do you think that these people's hearts can be changed? Do you think, Brother Luke, that God can deliver these people? Do, do you think, Brother Luke, that perchance uh, uh, they can turn around? What do you think, Brother Luke? Well, what do I think? Um, look, all I know is it's getting worse and worse. I have found massive uh, corruption last week. I have found an organized, government-sponsored, gay child kidnapping operation. It's not them just making the legal framework to let gays get, more, get most of the kids that given up to the state. There's actually practical frameworks now for the gay child kidnapping operation. I speak of LWB, Life Without Barriers Australia. If you, any of your parishioners, to prove that I'm not a parent making this up, if you all were to type QLD, winners announced, space, National Carers Awards into Google, the page got taken down, but you can open the Google cache page for a limited time. The, the name of the person who won is Anthony Gillespie. Two days ago, his foster son was in court saying that he was treated like a personal rent boy ass prostitute and he won Best Foster Care Award winner for the state of Queensland. LWB spends most of their advertising budget advertising in gay magazines saying, hey gays, get the kids from us. And they spend most of their legal budget suing heterosexuals to take the kids. And they are run by a lesbian feminist. And the former Prime Minister of Australia, Tony Abbott, who just spent last week speaking at Alliance Defending Freedom, <clears throat> which I find um, hasn't wanted to listen to me, but they listen to the former Australian Prime Minister, they're representing the clients and other people persecuted by the gay mafia in America, so they're not all bad. Anyway, Tony Abbott, the former Prime Minister, announced the National Carer Awards and gave $50,000. And LWB Australia gave the award to a gay man that had spent the year before that was on gay radio with their own staff doing four one-hour shows on four triple Z queer radio in Queensland, saying, here's how you can get gays just like us. And he made a crowdfunding website saying, give me money, gays, and I'll tell you my book with all the secrets you need to know how to get up to eight kids just like me. Now, his sex partner got off the child sex charges, but I think it's rigged. You understand? Because I, I was saying this guy was a pedophile suspect since 2013 and complaining about him, and he, he won the award for best foster care parent, and previously he was a gay superstar that had his, a picture of him pushing his crotch against another man's butt with his hands around, hugging around the front of a man with his hands, his hands on his boyfriend's anatomy, 
and a big picture of a condom. It's called the Rip and Roll campaign in Queensland. And in the Australian Christian lobby fought to get this filth off bus stops that children would see on when they go to school. But the gay, the, all the gays held up their posters of this man who was charged with four, uh, 9 to 14-year-old boy sex and said, equal love, equal love, equal love, the boy sex. I mean, you understand... This case is big, and I, I, after one, I haven't even got through to the audit department for the Department of Social Services, and the, the feminists there have already blocked my email. And I, as you know, I'm a political refugee for 60C Crimes Act, obtained through personal information on corrupt police, an exchange thought crime that's only been used to kill whistleblowers. And the feminists at the Department of Social Security made a report in 2009 said obtaining personal information on a law enforcement officer has something to do with domestic violence, which, of course, it does not. Because it was the only law that had stalking in it at the time in 2009, and I was the first accused. So the dumb feminists saw the word stalking in case law and said, oh, this is domestic violence law. Well, look, I didn't have a domestic relationship with a lesbian cop. Hello? And the law was used against me for the crime of knowing a secret gay cop is gay. So that's my latest activism. I'm exposing that. And um, the blog thing I talked to you about last time, about the gay marriage activist, these guys I'm talking about, Anthony Gillespie and uh, Michael O'Brien, a.k.a. Michael James underscore TV, a.k.a. Two Dads and Me on Twitter, these guys are friends with the uh, proven friends on social media and have even done audio interviews with the gay couple I talked about last week, the mad transhumanist scientist, Dr. Matthew Hind, who's now in New York, Albany, holding facility for being a infant sex porn downloading fugitive but who, who ran from your country to my country where he became a great gay marriage activist supporter and, the, and he did all this fundraising for the Red Cross and, and also the, um, the AIDS Council and the AIDS Council saying no, we don't want to give the money we got from an infant sex porn fugitive the gay lobby accepts that those who love baby sex support gay marriage, and we don't want to give back the money. We gladly accept that child rapists, to all pedophiles, Brother even Luke, those who want to... You've got to give me a chance to talk, Brother Luke. I have to mute you because you have to give me... I'm the preacher in the house, and I have to mute you because you won't slow down enough so that the preacher can speak. Now, as I stated once, I want to state it again, Brother Luke. And my statement is, are these people humans or not? I ask you a question. See, you're fighting fire with fire. And you don't know enough about God and his love for humanity. These people are human beings being steered by Satan. Satan is a diabolical, wicked fool. We're not going to become fools like Satan. I admire what you bring to the table, but you got to remember this is my house. And when you won't let me do what I do in my house, I give you the space to speak. I'm going to mute you again. I'm going to unmute you. But 
But when I tell you to come out, you come out. It's early in the morning. I haven't done my affirmation. I haven't done my prayers. I love what you bring to the table. And I'm sure the people that are on the line love to hear what you're saying. But do you not know that if I let you sit here and just spray the room with all this wickedness, then all of us are going to be consumed. You has been consumed, and this stuff is really troubling you and hurting you, and you don't have any power against it. You're fighting with your own fist, and you're going to wear your fist out, try to beat the hell out of these people. And it's not going to happen, Brother Luke. Brother Luke, I need to show you in Scripture that if the Lord on high spoke and said that all these things will befell us and that men's heart will become wicked and wickeder and wickeder and that they will hate righteousness to the point that they will even kill the righteousness and label it as a God deed. Let us go to prayer. We're going to do an affirmation. Good morning. Good morning. God bless you all. Who are we out on the line this morning? Y'all not going to talk to me over there at Family First Production. I'll just listen to the prayers. I'm going to let you come back there, Luke. I had to stop you because if I didn't stop you, then we would never, ever get to uh, what we do because I love what you say, Brother Luke. I know, and I love what you do too because we, we need a divine intervention to fight this evil. The evil has taken over the highest levels of government and and the corridors of power, the immigration, the social security apparatus, the federal government in America, the Commonwealth of Australia, we are on a Satan's occupied turf, and we need protection from a higher power. It's that bad. Excuse me, Luke. Are you in Vietnam or are you in Australia today? Where are you? I am in. I'm. I'm in Vietnam, but my family is in Australia, and they are being persecuted, as you know the story. And the video my father linked to uh, mentioned the most recent case I just talked about earlier. My, my dad's video linked to the Russian one and also the one that got off court that run the Best Foster Care Award. So my dad is being persecuted for linking to a YouTube video that uh, accurately predicted one was suspect and talked about one that was already convicted. And um, the... <laughs> It's getting we're getting better now. We're making progress with this Washington Times reporter Robert Stacey McCain, and they're getting scared and they're running and they're taking down their gov the, the dirt we've found on them. They're on the run, it seems. Now, I'm so blessed to have you to bring it to the forefront because my my weapons uh, uh, my weapons are the Word of God, and and I'm telling you, I have used the power of God all of my life because. You know, I could have been caught up in a gay lifestyle myself, and I'm not a, I'm not ashamed and I'm not afraid to make mention of it because I remember a couple of times, you know, uh, uh, running away from being raped by a man. You understand? If it had not yeah. been for the father of all fathers, you know, I could have been in the lifestyle. So it could have been me, and I had a father, and my father did not abuse me in any way, form, or fashion. 
he just told me the wrong stuff. So that's abuse too, you know, for your father to tell you to go to jail for you for right, you know, he'd rather see me commit a crime murder or something. And then he would support me. So my dad was a gangster. But I praised the most high this morning, you know, and I and I have friends, you know, that are, uh, uh, are in that lifestyle. You know, they're not so much of my friends, but they people, you understand me, that I allow to talk to me. What if I cut all these people out of the loop and start calling them, ah, you dirty, nasty, gay, you homosexual, homophobia, blah, blah, blah. Do you think that that's the will of God for me to uh, to yell out at them? Get away from me. Do, do you do you think that God would want me to <laughs> to deal with them on the, on those type of basis for uh, screaming out, yelling at them, you gay, you going to hell? How how should I handle these people? First, the first Free Will Baptist Church already does a good enough job of doing that for all of us. Say that again. Say that again. The First Free Will Baptist. Uh, sorry, a little bit mixed up. The um, Westboro Baptist Church does. Uh, you glad you got me to repeat that. Thank you. The um, Westboro Baptist Church does a good enough job of doing that for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if we're not Baptists, if we're not Mormons, if we're not Latter-day Saints, if we're not Jihad, if we're not Islam, if we're not uh, Church of in Christ, if we're not Presbyterian, you know, if you don't have a label, then away with you. I don't have a label. I'm Fellowship of Love. I wouldn't care if you came in here with a sex chain. Hey, what do you want? You know, I can't change you back. But I know a man that's able to change your heart, mind, and soul. And so I see the evidence and the fruit of his labor, and I love people, and I don't care what they are. You know, you have to think about the type of preacher I am. I'm the type of preacher that goes down to the homeless they're amongst the homeless people. They're such women that's been rejected, that has went the other way, men that has been rejected, that has gone the other way. And I have to touch those people. I have to not only touch them with my hand, I have to touch them with the words out of my mouth. And I can't sit there and slander these people because if I did it to them, you understand me, how much more will the Father do it to me? Because we have to be careful in when it comes to winning souls. We have to be careful. Either we're winning souls to the kingdom, or either we're destroying people's lives because we won't let them in. You know, they won't even let the Lord in some of these services. They're ran by men that is full of pedophilia. And the Bible speaks of these type of men in Second Second Timothy, the third chapter, talks about these men how they heap to themselves, you see, and how they lead silly women astray. They have no they have no compassion for the women at all. But when it comes to another man, you understand me? So the Bible is already foretelling the stories of what these men are gonna do. Their hearts are gonna wax wickeder and wickeder and wickeder. You know, we have poor women today that's been married for twenty years only to find out the reason their husband didn't come home is because he met Larry. And now him and Larry are sleeping together. And uh, uh, his wife said, uh, if it was another woman, you know, I could take it a little bit better. But a man? So, I mean, I see, I hear, and I know about all of that. But my thing here in the earth, you know, maybe God give it to you to bring it to the forefront. You know, 
That's good. But 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 I want you I want you to know how to handle it because I have women's on the line today, you understand me, and I have women's and men's, you know, that come. And and, 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 and Brother Luke, if you don't give us no mercy and no compassion, you know, and you just cut our heads off and we're gay and we're we're blah, blah, blah. You know, people's going to hate you for that. And, you know, you don't want to be. The Bible says you're going to be hated amongst all men, you know, anyhow. But at least, you know, do you see any light at the end of the tunnel for these men? Can you see any light for these people? Or how your heart feels for them? Do you have any love, any compassion, any sympathy? What, what really, what really, really, really are you and your family doing to these uh, gay lovers and and and, and men that are adopting our boys, really, really, what do you think? What are you doing? And since the program is going this way, I want you all in the audience to interact this morning, and then we're gonna leave time that we do what we do too. We're gonna still do what we do, but I want you all to voice your opinion. So. I will find out, am I right for the things that I'm saying to Brother Luke? I need some help this morning. Brother Luke needs some help. And I'm sure he don't mind uh, us uh, asking him these questions and, and, and seeing uh, whether we be wrong or right. You know, uh, we, we, we still need some input. And I want to ask you, and then I want, after that, I want one of the uh, callers to, uh, to speak from your standpoint of view. And don't be shy and straight because we need to do this thing. So, Brother Luke, what you say about what I just asked you? Let me think here. <laughs> I'm, I want to think. It's, you've given a long speech. It's, uh, now I know how you feel when I and I say quite a lot. <sighs> That's okay. I mean, I want you to know that first and foremost, I love you as a person. Yeah, look, the world. Um, I don't. I understand that the enemy is filthy, but. Sometimes we have to roll up our hands and, and get it dirty. I mean, the, the research I have to do, the amount of filth that I'm exposed to, just even going to gay news sites and stuff and reading their online magazines and newspapers, researching them, makes me my stomach turn. I feel sorry for law enforcement officers that actually have to see much worse. Do you understand? I don't know how they can sleep at night. It, 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 it's, it's disgusting, but if we don't... If we drop the ball and we don't do activism against these people, they will literally indoctrinate our children. My father <laughs> makes it really sim- makes it really simple. My, my, the wisdom of my father here, Jeffrey McKee, he believes that trying to eliminate homophobia encourages child abuse. Because when he was a child, he had a similar experience than you. Actually, he was a young adult. He was traveling up, left his home in New Zealand. He was traveling through Sydney at a share house. And some strange, he was like probably 18 or 19. And some strange man tried to put his, put his hand on his crotch. And he got up and ran away and got all stiff as you would. Um, but if he, had, if he was a children of the genera- millennial generation, the, the new one, the latest generation, um, the, young, the young children of today, who've been indoctrinated not to hate not to be homophobic. If they were, if they were to stick around and not fight them off hard enough, God forbid they might become aroused and then, beca- then become corrupted and indoctrinated into that homosexual lifestyle. 
And that's why the homosexual statistics and percentage of these homos of our population are rising only in the younger demographic according to some proper scientific studies done. So um, homosexuality is not a... Some, it's not what people are born into. It is a lifestyle choice based on indoctrination. You understand? It's part of groupthink. It's a club that uh, these people try and uh, get children to join. And it, and it comes with some type of social acceptance, but it also comes with a lot of filth and a lot of sin. And obviously, I've, I'm not homosexual, and I've never done anything homosexual, but uh, I can see what these people are up to, and it's for me, it's a personal vendetta against them because I never saw my firstborn child because of what a gay police officer did in Bakersfield, Christopher Kent Bowersox, a disgusting piece of filth who is now a registered sex offender. Um, and that man attempted to kill me. I've told the story before. I will not repeat it. And, um, you know, now, after I complain about him, he gets done for something that's too disgusting to repeat again. It was bad enough for me saying it yeah. the first time. Brother Luke, you never had answered my question, but it's okay, though. It's okay because I do understand. But see, Brother Luke, the reason I'm the way I'm the way I am is because I could have been in that lifestyle. So I'm standing on the outside of it looking <laughs> in because as many, as, as many times as this thing has come to me, and my best friend was even trying to lure me into the lifestyle because he likes the lifestyle. He was trying to get me to go. He got me as far as to the club. It's on West Time called Members. But they had straights and gays and everything. He was my best friend in school. But some way or another, I just could not stand a man with his hands thrown on me because I'm a man. So I praise and I thank God. So I'm not just speaking from the standpoint of, just being just spiritual. I'm speaking from the standpoint that I knew that God had his hand on me all the time, and it was the prayers of my mother. My mother prayed for me, and my mother, she wanted me to be different. My mother, you understand me, she knew how many spirits was out after me. You know, when I, my babysitter, my babysitter was named Lois. Lois was a witch. Lois took me, she took me to, she took me to their to their seminar, and there in that seminar they did Ouija boards, they did all type of stuff. They drink blood, you know. It was God's power that I was not sacrificed. The the lady loved me so much. As I was her child, that she babysitted, my mother hired her to babysit all of us. But for some reason, I took to her. I was to put a special child not to be sacrificed to Satan or not to be uh, 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 not, not to be raped and, and, and be given over. You know? and, and I praise and I thank God for that. So no one knows my testimony. No one knows how I am. And I'm telling it to you because I want you to soften your heart because you've been hurt. You've been hurt by this lifestyle. It may not have been done directly to you, but I heard you said your first child. You know, we have yeah, I never got to see my first child being born because I was run out of America by a gay with a gun whose primary job was to chase down 12 to 14-year-old boys working for Bakersfield Graffiti.com 
in the last month, because of my activism, must have got some attention from the FBI because they've taken down bakersfieldgraffiti.us or .com and it now diverts to the Kern Municipal website. But the old page, if you go searching for an article, Are You Parents of a Tagger? A few other police stations um, around the world, one in Canada, copied uh, this, 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 uh, this pedophile gay cop's uh, article where he says... If your child has spray can, a spray can under your under his bed, give him unto me, your local gay pedophile, graffiti boy chaser. And um, you know, it's um, I backed up the original page, of course. It's in my archive, and um, I have a lot of res the research I've done on this guy. Is he is sub? He's not. He's not even human. He has to be a possessed little demon. Um, uh, his, his comments on social media, what kind of person takes pleasure in going on websites obsessed with blood and gore? He would get excited and look at videos of Chechen soldiers um, beheading Russian soldiers just for the fun of it on a website called Documenting Reality, which I, which I didn't become a member of, but I just managed to search his user IDs um, in a, a forensic investigation I did on him after I found out that he was put away for uh, crimes against children after, and, and he stopped me seeing my firstborn and he was called upon me by the biggest foster care one of the biggest foster care uh, parents in uh, Bakersfield that was my in-laws you understand and uh, I'm very concerned and I've called the FBI up and I've said look you know these these in-laws who called this pedo cop on to me who came after me when he was technically off duty from my investigation um, why do they have such a special connection to a pedophile and as a result I've never seen or talked to my firstborn child in California because of the action because I have run out of the country um, I wanted to stay and fight but uh, I couldn't get any. I couldn't. I couldn't get any help. And um, my parents just said, "Look, get the hell out of there. You've got to leave." And uh, I tried to bring over my wife from America to Australia. That I found out uh, before the child was born, she was sleeping with it with, with 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 a Brazilian man. I just said I had just had to wash my hands of, of it. It was such a mess because she was unfaithful. But that's that's the honest reason why I never saw my firstborn child. If that if that police officer didn't try and attempt to murder me and and basically he pointed a gun at me and said, put your hands below the line of sight. And if I followed his instructions, he would have lawful grounds to empty his Glock semi-automatic hand pistol in, into my face because he could say he, could, I wouldn't, he, wouldn't see, he couldn't see my hands because he asked me to put my hands down near the dashboard where I couldn't see them. And I, and I would have complied with his request if I wasn't a trained security officer in Australia that saved my life. You know, you've heard about Black Lives Matter. What about White Lives Matter? The cops kill everyone. The cops kill more white people than black people. You know, it's, it's true. They're evil. Some some police officers are corrupt, and it's it's big big trouble. Well, you know, you know, I understand now. I mean, I do understand because you have seen the spread and the for a long time. No doubt about it. Uh, this was in 2005. This incident. Let he me. was he was he was arrested in 2010. Christopher Kent Bowersox, Google him for all the mainstream news reports, and his handwriting 
on my charge sheet is on my document site, scribe.com slash Luke underscore McKee. So I'm not the person who calls up and tells make-believe stories. I'm calling stuff you can even verify. And if you were to type my name and date of uh, year of birth into the Kern County Criminal Court website, you would see that I was arrested at the same time that uh, that uh, yellow sheet on my scribe page shows and that I actually beat the charges in finally for it, that were dismissed in the furtherance of justice. So, you know, it is it is a real-world scenario that I'm talking to you about. It's not, You can verify it from government sources. And I know and I believe all that you're saying. Let me, uh, uh, let me pause, let me pause for a second and do my, uh, my prayer. Uh, Thank you. I, I'll listen. I ask the people, I ask the people, I ask the people in the room if they have any comments. Is there any comments on what you heard this morning coming from, uh, Brother Luke over in Vietnam? Is there any comments? Anyone want to comment? Anyone have any questions? Anyone want to say anything? Okay. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I thank you and I praise you for the promise in your word concerning our children, our grandchildren. We affirm now that all of our children and grandchildren shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of our children and grandchildren upon Isaiah 54. Excuse me, and 13. I thank you and praise you for the salvation of our children and grandchildren. And I pray that they will love the Lord God with all their heart and with all their soul and with all their mind, might, and strength, and love their neighbors as thyself, according to your word in Deuteronomy and Mark and Matthew, according to your word in 2 Corinthians. Our children and grandchildren are the righteousness of God in him. And they are the head and not the tail, as promised in Deuteronomy twenty eight thirteen. He who has begun a good work in our children's and grandchildren will continue until the day of our Lord. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that our children and grandchildren are our fathers and mothers according to your word in Deuteronomy five sixteen. And we do not provoke our children and grandchildren to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admiration of the Lord as is instructed in your word, Father. We pray that nothing will be done by our children or grandchildren through selfish ambition or conceit. We praise God, the Father in heaven, that he is able to make all grace abound to our children and grandchildren. They will always have all sufficiency and all good things and may be abundant for every good work according to his word in 2 Corinthians 9.8. As it is written in Ephesians 5.17, our children and grandchildren are not unwise but understand what the will of the Lord is in Colossians 4, 6. The word says they speech was always with grace, seasoned with salt, and they might know how to answer each one. According to Psalm 34, 10, our children and grandchildren seek the Lord and shall not lack any good thing. The Lord pours out his spirit on our, on our, on our offspring, and his blessing is, our, is upon our descendants, as it is written in Isaiah 49, 25, 26. It is written that the Lord contends with those who contend with our children and grandchildren. Heavenly Father, according to your word in Psalms 112-3, our children and grandchildren will be mighty on the earth, and the generation of the upright will be blessed. And the Lord gives me 
And give us increase more and more and more. And our children and grandchildren, behold how good and pleasant it is for our children and grandchildren to dwell together in unity as promised in your word. In Psalm 133 and 1, according to your word in Second John 1, 3, our children and grandchildren prosper in all things and are in good health, even as their soul prosper. Your divine power has given to our children and grandchildren all things that pertain to life and godliness. They have there has been exceedingly great and precious promise. The Lord bless our children and grandchildren, keep them, make his face to shine upon our children and grandchildren, and he is gracious unto them. He lift up his countenance upon them and give them peace according to his word in number six, twenty three, twenty six. Thank you, Heavenly Father, that our children and grandchildren are kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love and honor, giving preference to one another as promised in your word in Romans twelve ten, according to your word in first John two twenty, our children and grandchildren have an anointing from their holy one and they know all things. To God be the glory and we command every spirit that has come out against our children, all the pedophilia, all the smut. Oh, Father, we ask that you will hold back the hand of the enemy today, Father. We ask you that peace will be upon the Luke family, Brother Luke and his family. We decree and declare God divine protection for this man, Father, Lord, as he go forth, Lord, uncovering, Lord, the wickedness and the hidden things, Lord. And for every person that hears this message this morning, that they will not take it that, you know, we're against these people's law, but we're against the enemy of Satan, but we know that Satan is the root of the evil, Father, that is going forth in the world. And you said in Matthew 18 that we're to bind this thing up, Father. So we take the, the thoughts over this law to bind up all the pedophilia, Lord, all the mission of our children. We command that the enemy will loose our children, return them back home, Father, Lord. We cut off the hand of the enemy that he will stop his perverted acts, his perverted ways that's coming against our children, Father, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that we'll be parents, Lord, training our children up in the fear and admiration of the Lord, God, and nothing by any means shall hurt them, God. We revoke, God, the curse of the enemy, God. We suspend the works of darkness right now, Father. There'll be no backlashes, no retaliation. We command the diabolical schemes of the enemy, Satan, to come out right now. But we know the enemy is a thief. According to John 10, 10, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. We command him to come out with his hands up right now, Father. We expose the hidden things in darkness that has come out against our children, for we know that our children are our future, and we will not have our children cut off in the midst of their coming in the future, Lord. So today we take this opportunity, Lord, to bind up the hand of the enemy. We command the loosest hold today. And every hidden thing that is hidden today, we decree and declare blessings right now, Father. We declare blessings over our children, blessings over our home. We affirm this morning, hallelujah, that our children, Father, Lord, is born not of that corruptible seed, but of the seed of the word of God, according to 1 Peter 1.23. Father, Lord, our children, they are forgiven of all their sins and washed in your blood, according to Ephesians 1.7, Hebrew 9.14, Colossians 1.14, 1 John 1.9. Our children, the new creatures in Christ, according to 2 Corinthians 5.17. They are the temple of the Holy Spirit, according to 1 Corinthians 6.19. They are delivered from the power of darkness and translated in God's kingdom, According to Colossians 1.13, they are redeemed from the curse of the law and sin and death. According to 1 Peter 1.18.19, Colossians 3.13, blessed. According to Deuteronomy, they are saints. According to Romans 1.7, they are the head and not the tail above and not the need. According to Deuteronomy 23, holy and without blame before him in love. 1 Peter 1.16, we thank you, Father, this morning that we can decree and declare that our children this morning 
they shall come forth as pure as gold. Thank you, God, for your word. Thank you this morning, God, for your affirmation that we are a child of God this morning. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We are in Christ, and he's our friend. We are chosen and appointed by Christ to bear his fruit. Hallelujah. And there is no fruit that will fall from the tree. Hallelujah. That will not be blessed of God. So all these people, God, that is working the work of iniquity against the family, not only our children, but against us as adults, and we can't live a righteous lifestyle. It starts from the head and trickle down to the children. So, Father, I ask that you will call all of us to repentance today, Father. As we stand in the gap and repent for all the people that Brother Luke has brought forth, we stand in the gap for these people that they will recover, God, and that our nation, Lord, that this world, God, for you said you pray not for the world, but you pray for those that are dying. Lord, those that you have sent before on these lines that hear these messages, those that are all in the U.K. right now that are listening all over in Canada, Vietnam, and all the places around the world that is listening to us and listening by recording, we pray for you, and we want you to hear and understand that we're standing in the gap. Yes, we know that when you live in a communist nation that you don't have a lot of voice, and when you do voice your opinion that they're supposed to put you in the slammer. We're going to stand in the gap like we've always had, decreeing and declaring, your freedom. You may be bound this morning in that country, but the word of God is free, and you are free by the word. Please keep coming to these program, listening to them, so that you have the peace of God in your life. I pray for you, Brother Luke, this morning, that you'll recover all today. I pray for your protection. I pray for a divine anointing on you. I pray that God will deliver you from the anger that this thing has caused to come upon you, and that you'll walk in peace and love, and that you'll know that these people are humans and that you will put yourself in their shoes, which I know you don't want to be there. So therefore, I pray that if you thought to be in their shoes, how wicked, how evil, and how sinister that it would be, so that you will have a heart to pray for these people, as I'm praying for you this morning, that God will free your heart from the tension and the hurt and the pain and all that you've sustained and all that your father's going through. I pray peace, and I command peace be sealed. I rebuke the devour this morning for your sake. I decree and declare that you will begin to dig in your scriptures and you will find these fruitless men in your scriptures and you'll know that God has already spoken and said that they will come. But you've given us a word this morning that we can refute it, rebuke it, and we can stand in the cloud peace. Because the more we repeat what the enemy is doing, the more and more and more it keeps the fire burning and the enemy continues to burn out of control. But we have the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of the living God, and we can stop that fire at bay. And I command that fire to stop burning, hallelujah, that you will not be the fuel for that fire, but you will be able to stand and decree and declare, look at the unrighteousness, and you're going to speak over to unrighteousness and declare that, yes, but the word of God is above all. He sees all, knows all. And for that cause, amen, we rebuke the devourer, and we stand holy, pure, and righteous. Hallelujah. And we see this demon, uh, this, this spirit of wickedness, unrighteousness, and we call it what it is this morning. Thank you, Father, for deliverance, for my brother, for the people that are listening we thank you this morning for your word is true, and we ask you for conversion over our life, and we'll give you all praise, glory, and honor this morning. And the most high Yah, see live, and God bless us all. Amen. I want to uh, uh, open up the room this morning, Brother Luke, and allow the peoples of God to come 
and greet the house this morning. Would you all come and greet? Let me know who's on the line with us this morning, please. Hallelujah. Minister Sharp is in the house. Well, bless the Lord. There's the big shark. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you for coming in this morning, my brother. We praise the Lord for you. Hallelujah. Amen. Hello. Give me a brother. I'm trying to get back in. I got to connect the other side. Brother Luke, you hear me? I'm going to connect the other side of the program. Please announce yourself. Apostle Anderson, I got dropped. Okay. Hold that thought, Minister Shark. Who else do we have on the line? Do we have Sister Freddie? Do I have uh, our solid prayer partner? Do I have uh, Minister Robin Lynn? Solid prayer partner. She's there. She's at work. And so she. Yeah, I'm here. I, I know you was there, Sister. Amen. Uh, is the program all right this morning? Oh, yes. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, we, we thank God for for Brother Luke. Uh, Brother Luke out of Australia, living in Vietnam, over in a concentration camp. He's very angry because, you know, he had to live in the midst of all this pedophilia, you know. Uh-huh. And we're living in it, too. He's just speaking out against it, you know. And I don't blame him. I don't knock him for what he's saying. And I know you got to go back on mute. Uh, I don't knock him for what he's saying. You know, but I'm trying to help him this morning because I don't want that thing to become so wicked in his soul, you understand me, to have him out there worse than the laws out there. You know, he, he, he he's the police for God. You know, he, he's the police for the kingdom, you know. And even the police should have uh, uh, should have compassion on us. We're human beings, you know. Don't be kicking us like dogs and shooting us down and stuff, you know. And that's what they do, you know. And they do the same thing. And Brother Luke is tired of it. You know, and I'm glad to be to have him on the program with me because I know I need to pray for him. I know I need to encourage him. I know I need to strengthen him. I know I need to show him that these people are humans. Being that they are humans, then Minister Shark, what should we do, Minister Shark? And listening to Brother Luke, uh, uh, what advice could you give Brother Luke this morning? And and, and sister, if, if you could give him any advice, any advice, you know, being at your on mute, if you ever can come off and give him any advice, you give it to him. You know, we want to give him advice this morning. We want to love on him and let him know we appreciate him, we love him, and we'd be glad to hear him any time he comes. Minister Sharp, go ahead. Amen. Um, I, I didn't I didn't catch. Um what he was saying about it, if you're talking about from the last time as far as what's going on over there, uh, 
in that country. It, it's very sad. Um, the only thing oh, it's going on. Through. Same thing. You know, he's not talking about anything different than Obama. He's talking about, see, the same thing that Obama's talking about, they all got together in the U.N. about letting these gays uh, adopt children, letting these gays go into the restroom with the straights and vice versa. That's all he's talking about. Uh, uh, Brother Luke, give him, give him two minutes of what you're talking about. Two minutes, Brother Luke. Two minutes, Brother Luke. Give him two minutes so he'll know. Brother Luke, where you went? Let me look on the computer and see the Brother Luke leave me. Maybe I've had to merge my program. Let me look and see that I merged. Let me see. Where am I at? Yeah, it's 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 there. It's there. Maybe Brother Luke. Uh, uh, but that's what he's talking about, Mister Short. And uh, he's uh, uh he, he's straight in on, on, on these people. Uh, and some, you know, today you have to. Get yourself to you. You're singing today, and Daddy's going to be there to see you perform. So I want you to be clean, little sister. Yes, Lord. Amen. I'm, I'm going to look on my computer if it'll ever come back home. But basically, that's what he's speaking about, Minister Shark. He's speaking about how that uh, all in uh, uh, Ukraine, well, it's all over the world. It's not just uh, in uh, uh, Australia. But it, it, it has gotten, he's still on the screen. Let's see. Let's see if he's still on the screen. Yeah, he's still on the screen. Brother Luke, I don't know where you're at. I don't have you muted. You're part, you know what happened last time? Uh, his uh, Internet had fallen apart. But anyhow, that's what that's what he's speaking of, uh, Minister Sharp, this morning. He's speaking out against the uh, uh, gays' rights, how that they, uh, the men, they're trying to allow them to have a uh, first... Uh, first option at adopting these boys so that they can content take these boys and uh, uh, and train them to be what they want them to be. So it ain't nothing no different uh, uh, over there than it is over here. Same, same thing. And uh, I want to know from you, how do we handle that? You know, what, what do we tell Brother Luke? Do we tell him that uh, uh, the people hating on him? Or, or how do you see these people? What do you do? Well, uh, my my take on that is, brother, I, I, you know me. I'm I'm strictly a Bible man. Uh, I'm a Bible preaching, Bible teaching, uh, 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 sin hating, tithing church. That's the environment that I come from. And that's what we teach. That's what we preach. And that's what we walk in. And having said that, um, it, you know, we just don't tolerate that. You know, the Bible tells us about, you know, people that live that type of lifestyle, where they're going. They know where they're going. I don't even have to explain that one. The Bible preaches against people living that type of lifestyle because you can't procreate. You can't create nothing with two men, two women. You can't can't produce no children, period. Not with no two men, not with no two women. And the Bible clearly explains that in Genesis from the beginning. He says to be fruitful and multiply. You cannot be fruitful and multiply with two men and two women. It's it just, it's an abomination. It's against the law. So my, my thoughts is this. Um, 
he he needs to uh to be still and know that you know God God is uh, on his side. He needs to read his Bible. He needs to definitely stay prayed up. He needs to do a lot of fasting. He needs to to uh, consult the Lord on a lot of issues because that there is you know um uh, you know the Bible tells us not to. To, to find that a strange thing when, you know, the powers that be are going to buck up against you, you know. There's also been, uh, uh, I've seen um, futuristic movies and uh, things of nature where it's going to be a day that uh, we're not even going to be able to pray in peace, brother. I hope that it never comes to that. But, you know, if, if it does come to that, I'm ready. I'm prepared. You, you understand what I'm saying? People are going to be going underground. You know, you got people underground right now in certain countries and stuff. They hide out to to just uh, praise the Lord, just to worship the Lord, because uh, it's not an out and open public thing where they live at. And I think that that is a shame. You have a right to uh, worship the Lord as you please. But again, in this day and age, it's a it's a whole lot of wickedness, evilness going on. Uh, and your Bible told you that this would be happening. So uh, uh, you know, as one prayer warrior to another, I stay prayed up, I stay worshipped up. I, I, I do my fasting. I do I do my part in uh, what I can do, and uh, uh, I just tell people straight up what the Bible says. It doesn't matter what they're doing, what they say. I just tell them what they can take it from them how they want to do it. But I tell you what, hold, we have to go by what the Word tells us. Man of God, Minister Sharp, hold that thought yes, and get Romans one. Get Romans one, and then. You know, I I, I want to be scripture because, you know, we have people listening all around the world, and what you're saying is so true, but you still fall off into the same. See, the Lord knows those that are his. Some of these people, just like some of these boys, has been taken away from their home, such as myself. You might have heard my testimony that I could have been in the life. So I have sympathy, you understand me, not for the individual, but for but for life, for 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 these boys that's been taken against their will, you know, what about me? You know, here I am, you understand me, 13 years old, getting a ride home. This happened twice. One time I was downtown Houston, I was 17, and I was minding my business. I'm going to walk across that bridge on Main Street, of course, you know what I'm talking about, and I'm going home. I'm going down the fifth ward. But a man offered me a ride in a car. And I looked out in the car. He seemed to be a man. You know, nothing seems to have had all on his face and everything. And get Romans 1 while I'm talking. And when I got in the car, he needed to be making a right-hand turn. Well, he did make, let me see. Anyhow, he made the wrong turn somewhere down there in the midst of that turn. He made the wrong turn. And so when I told him, uh, you're going the wrong way, you need to go, he said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going this way. When I put my knife against his juggler vein and pressed it till it got red, I said, just stop the dang car. And I got out. I could have been taken advantage of when I was 13 years old and when I had the bell out of the truck, you understand me, and took a chance on getting my head run over while he sped off, you know, uh, the Lord saved me, you know, from that lifestyle. You know, it's not that I was uh, uh, abducted or anything. It's just that you can't judge the book by its cover. You know, you walk and you understand me. Surely you take a ride. You know, you wouldn't think, you know, that a man is wanting to pick you up. So now here I am over 55 years old today. I'm talking about at the age of 13. All this stuff was going on then, 
Well, it was going on, you know, you might have heard me talk about the angels came down to Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, I'm trying to get us to realize that this is a spirit that's been here for ages upon the earth. These are human beings that are being inherited by these spirits. And what I'm trying to show us this morning is that we have sons and daughters, you understand me, that you don't know what they'll be. You'll take your gun and blow your brain. You'll kill your child when he feeds the 6 and 10 so we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. So since Brother Luke was on the line, I am trying to bring this thing uh, to the forefront. Yes, God called it abomination. All in the book of Leviticus, it tells us how to live. And so I want to inject that, and I want you to picture me standing here talking to you, you know, corrupt, man with a man. Ain't no shama, ain't no wife. Could have happened. See, most folks ain't going to give that testimony like that. But since Brother Luke is on the line, and this stuff is that made him angry, it had just just blind his gears, just got him just, he's totally in oblivious, you know, he's angry. And and we have a right to be angry about it. But are we angry at the peoples? Or what is our anger against? You know, you know and, and, and we want to look at Romans 1 this morning. We're going to let Minister Shark talk to us about this. Is there anyone else on the line that want to come in or want to inject a word of encouragement or anything they would say on the behalf? Don't be shy. Don't be ashamed. Don't be no stranger. And we want you all to comment and to speak on this, since this is the way the line is going this morning. Is that right, House? It's not a time to be silent. Now, our silent partner, we know, because she's doing what she's doing. She, she, she has to work. But we have others on the line this morning. And Sister Freddie, and they ask me where I'm at when they call in. I'm here. I'm right here. Go ahead, Mr. Sharp. Uh, give it to me out of Romans 1, and then, and then we can get some clarity from from Romans 1. Okay. Um, and I'm going to start, um, I guess, somewhere around um, where it says, I guess, verse 17. I guess I can start right there. And then uh, I'll just take it on down to, to where we, we need to go. I think that's a good place to start. It says in Romans um, uh, chapter 1, verse 17, it says, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Verse 18, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Verse 19, Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it unto them. Verse 20, for the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even its eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Verse 21, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imagination, and their foolish heart was darkened. Verse 22, professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. Verse 23, and change the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. 
Verse 24, wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Verse 25, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the, cre- the creature, excuse me, more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. Verse 26, for this cause God gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. Verse 27, and likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burning their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which unseemly and receiving themselves that recompense of their error, which was meat. Verse 28, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Verse 29, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers. Verse 30, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, verse 31, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, verse 32, who knowing the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. So, I want to stop right there and um, implement something. Uh, I want to say something, Apostle. You're not the only one that's been uh, uh, in a position like that. There's uh, several different episodes in my life that I've been approached by um, a gay man. You know, I'm walking to work. This happened just recently. Uh, I'm walking to work in the morning, bro, trying to get to work. You know, I'm just walking. I ain't got on nothing revealing. I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm just got on some work clothes, some work boots, T-shirt, with a jacket, and a baseball cap. I'm trying to get to work. It's a little still dark out in the morning. I'm walking down to where I'm trying to get to, and this guy is hollering at me. In a, in a nice-looking car, a nice-looking guy, trying to get my attention. And I just keep on walking because I know if he, if he approaches me, if he steps to me, bro, it's not going to be a pretty thing. It's going to be very ugly. You, you feel me? I, I, don't, I don't get out like that. I don't, even, I don't even put myself in a position like that. I don't even know why you even hollering at me. I don't even look the type. You follow what I'm saying? But it's out here. It happens. It happens to the best of us. So I don't, I don't, I don't know uh, how do you even uh, uh, protect yourself against it because I'm just going to work. You know, I don't even know how to explain that. Um, even when I was in prison, I've gotten approached. Uh, for what reason? I don't know. I, I, I guess it's just the mindset of the person. Uh, and even when I was younger, in my 20s, I've gotten approached. So this is a, this is a problem. You know, this, this, is, a, this, this, is, this is something I, I, I'm strongly against. It, it, it's, not, it's not in my makeup. It's not even in my genes, bro. I don't get it. I don't get out like that. I don't receive it. I don't like it. Uh, and then this scripture here is talking about that that that, that this type of our lifestyle, uh, these type of people with this type of mindset, 
and the the uh, the after effects of it. What's going on? What do what do we do t- in in this case? And you know, um, like well, said, if we I, I, talk I'm, about it, if we just talk about it, man of God, you know, they've been talking about it for since for decades. You know, the conversation has, has risen. That don't stop these girls in the school from wanting to kiss my daughter in the mouth. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I and, and, and I watch it grow in the school. I watch these little girls. I, I watch these boys in the school. One boy, my daughter said he's gay. I said he boy. I said boy, he 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 gets a lot of trouble. My daughter said, oh, he's popular. So the stuff has became popular. She said, oh, he can fight. Surely he can fight. He's a man. Yeah, he's a man. And you know, let's not let's not get it twisted. You understand me? Think it's because he's got his lifted. You understand me? He's supposed to be weak in the, in the flesh. He God didn't take his strength away because he switched. He switched to another agenda. You know, and here here on the program, all I try and do is to bring righteousness. And you know, I'm not fud. I'm not fud. I'm totally against unrighteous. I call it unrighteous. The Bible says on the unrighteousness. See, because homosexuality and lesbianism, that is the curse. You know, that, that that's the curse. That's the name of that curse. But many people, you understand me, they don't know how to break this thing down and how to deal with it, you understand me? You know, all through my family, I watched it as a little boy. I watched my, my second cousin. I watched my my mother's, I watched my grandmother's brother's children parade up and down the street, you know, woman with woman, you know, man with man. So it's it, 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 it's it's in it's in my family. You understand? But now these people are, are fifty years old. One of them, she got married. The other boy, you understand? I haven't heard from him. I haven't seen him. So it's not nothing that I can sweep under the rug, neither condone it, but at the same time, I want my people saved. So if I care for my own to be saved, you understand me? Wouldn't you think that I care about these people out there that, Lord, would you spare them? Would you spare them, Father? Would you have mercy? Would you leave them out of darkness? And I have seen them come out of darkness. You know, I have a friend now. He's been married for 20 years. He has children. And I asked him, I said, Beret, you ever think about going back? He said, boy, don't talk to me like that. No, Lordy. Mm-mm, go back to where? So you can be converted. You can be delivered. You can be set free. But if nobody is talking about deliverance, if no one is talking deliverance, talk around you, and everybody is calling you a curse, they don't say. <laughs> Bless the Lord. I was trying to read my wife's text. And the rapper, thank you. My wife always giving me an assignment. I got plenty of assignments to do. Everybody calls me. I've gotten to the point now, I tell them, why don't you call on the Lord? You know, you call me, call on the Lord. You know, he's the only one. But I do believe this morning that, you know, someone may be listening. 
And they may say, well, what's the sense of me trying to even be, you know, my friend, uh, uh, he told me, he said, ain't no woman going to want me. I said, no, it's not what she wants, it's what you want. Because the Bible said when a man finds a wife, it didn't say when, the wife, when a woman come find you, you got the desire, woman. You got the desire of husband. Yes, I've seen plenty, plenty of people converted and come to the newness of him. And it's just time for people. That's why wickedness abound. He said when that wickedness abound, he said, what's going to happen? Grace what? Grace much more abound. Abound, yes, sir. So if grace is abounding, if this is abounding grace, then I myself as a minister, you and everyone else that's listening, you ought to stand in the gap and say, I bind the spirit of pedophilia, I bind pornography, I bind up every spirit that is working against the kingdom of God, for we are transformed into the kingdom of life. But if we don't pray them type of prayers, we want to pray, oh, God. Save our children. Oh, God. Have mercy this morning. Save our children. Save our husband this morning. Oh, God. The Bible says the kingdom of heaven is from above. The Bible is taking it by force. That means that you don't have to be standing here praying for God to do it. You do it. You use your own mouth and turn things around. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word became flesh. You're the living flesh of God. You're to speak into these dark areas in people's lives and decree and declare that they be made whole today. My mother spoke over me. I couldn't go left if I wanted to. My mother would always pray, come in that morning and anoint you. I always smeared all all over my face. I stayed with a grease before head. Oh, I'm running all out of my head. She started right there. Right in the crown of my head. And the heart just went all down. And there I am wrapping all, all across my forehead. So my mother anointed me with all. She prayed over me. She bowed my head. My mother saw all the things that was pulling me, but she didn't know that my babysitter was a witch neither. She didn't know that. I just told my mama that about three weeks ago, the things that I saw. My mama said, ooh, baby, mama didn't know that. No, she didn't know it. You can be enjoying what you see. I was enjoying it. It's something different. I never saw this stuff when I seen you before here. You understand? You're a table full of grown people with a Ouija board, drinking and laughing and smoking cigarettes and everything else that they can do in there. And I stayed in the midst of those seances. You know, and that didn't make me wicked. I was just a kid, seven years old. What I know about this stuff? You understand? Yes, sir. So, yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Who we have just came on the line this morning? Good morning, it's Freddie. Well, God bless your sister, Freddie. Amen. We're so glad to have you this morning. I'm standing here over the ironing board trying to get me some slacks. Hallelujah. And get my wife her bills so she can have breakfast. And sitting here on the line this morning, we're talking about, if anybody can talk about uh, all this foolishness, Sister Freddie, no. So when you live a lifestyle of foolishness and your whole family is jacked up, like my whole family was jacked up, is jacked up, then it becomes right. It becomes right to see your cousin walking around with a woman and fighting over that woman because some man is saying something. Fighting a grown man over a woman. 
You know, I've been in the clubs back in my early years, you understand me, trying to talk to a woman and get hit upside the head by another woman. Yeah, all that foolishness. You know, so yes, sir, Brother Luke. Yes, sir, Brother Luke. It's alive and it's kicking. But the only way, Minister Sharp, that we're going to be able to combat this thing, Ephesians 6 and 10 said we wrestle not against pedophilia, but against the spirits and principalities of darkness. But he told us what to do to stop the wrestling. Take unto you the whole arm of God. Brother Luke, are you there? Brother Luke, take unto you the whole arm of God, that you be able to stand against the wiles of Satan. And this is the reason why so many churches don't have no power this morning, is because they're afraid. The devil didn't come and sit on the, on, the, on the organ over there and play skillfully. Make that thing walk. If it wasn't for the legs already up under, he'd have an organ walking up or, or walking up there. He'll be playing from a higher level. The organ will be sitting up there above the pulpit, all up in the air, because Satan will put it there. But God, but God, but since he plays so well and he's the son of Sister Brown, Sister Brown been a member for 70 years, let him play. God can change anybody, they say. But at the same time, all that's doing is urging in other spirit. So if I sit here on the line this morning, and I don't do nothing but talk about pedophilia and talk about it, you know, don't you know that that's just opening up the door for the enemy? Yes, yes, I'm getting broadcast live. You know, I'm on so many channels. Oh, I'm on talk show. I'm on, you ain't on my program, Satan. You're wise. Amen. I'm too wise for the devil to be sitting here on the program with me. So that's why I'm telling Brother Luke, I said, Brother Luke, what you're saying is true and precise. It's on time. But if we only talk about what the devil is doing, and we don't ever talk about the kingdom of God, then it seems like the devil is winning. The devil couldn't win if we didn't do nothing. He couldn't win. The only way he's going to win is you let him in your house and you don't recognize that he's the devil and your kid's doing cutting a rug. And You know, I know, Shaman, when she go to school, I see her. And when she comes from school, I see her. I can look in her eyes. My grandma told me, say, if you ever come in this house and you didn't have sex, you'll never do it again. Well, I thought my grandma could look in my eyes and she always looked you in the face. So guess what? There was no sex in my life until I got 18. Grandma had died when I was 17. So now the fear was still up on me, even though she was in her grave. Still, I didn't go out and have no sex. But at 13, they were trying to rape me. When I was 17, men were trying to rape me. But ain't nobody talking about the stuff that happened to them because you're still in bondage. You're still in bondage to the little stuff that uh, that has happened. But I'm not in bondage this morning, and I'm exposing the dark side. And that's what Brother Luke do. Brother Luke just, he just, he just, he, you know, I have to stop him and mute him. Brother Luke, he, let me make sure I don't have him muted on that computer. Because I ain't heard from him. Brother Luke, he just give it out of every, he, he give it out of his ears, his eyes, his mouth. And I have to mute him sometimes because Brother Luke got so much dirt on the kingdom of darkness. 
until he'll fill the room with darkness. And, and, and if I don't come in here as light, you understand me, we'll be more productive on the dark side than we will in the light. Brother Luke, where you at? I see you right there. Let me let me unmute all. It's already unmuted. Oh, there you go, brother. This is Terry from New Hampshire. I just got back from a five thousand mile trip. I'll be going back to back for my GED four years of Bible college. Oh man, evaluated seven seven seven. I'm sure. I, I, I hate that we missed you, brother. My screen was off. There's another brother that came in. He goes up on the Evangelist 777. He says, Brother Anderson, this is Terry from New Hampshire. I just got back from a 5,000-mile trip. I'll be going back for my GED plus four years of Bible college. Well, I certainly hope that you keep the spirit of truth. Hallelujah. You see, I'm grateful this morning to be able to, to, to air these programs you know, it, it's kind of tiresome to me, and I need you all support, you know, to come on the line. Because Rodney Lynn, you know, she's going through some situations. She uh, requested that she would get help from the public, $5,000 to replace all of her equipment where she was uh, uh, able to bring about these programs and stuff. But all of her equipment was taken from her, and uh, now she's requesting for help for that. And she gave the uh, 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 the address and stuff. Uh, I wrote it down, but I'm so busy trying to do what I'm doing this morning, so I'm not able. So I won't. I'm gonna leave it a message for Evangelist 777. Uh, I do appreciate you coming, and I'll try and see if I can look you up on the line and give you a, a, a pray for you and uh, uh, give you some more word to go along with your education uh, there in the Bible College. Hallelujah. Well, Sister Freddie, we've heard Minister Shark. Amen. How did your work go last night? You, 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 how did it go yesterday? It went it went well. Uh, I'm still at work now. I leave at 7.30. I got here at 7.30 yesterday, and I'll leave at 7.30 in a few minutes. Amen. She's working. All right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise Amen. God. Amen. Mr. Short, I don't know what they're going to hold. I don't know what the day going to hold, Mr. Short, until I call over there and get with them and see if I can get them lined it up. But once we get them lined it up, Mr. Short, for the day that we can get over there and begin to oh, start I got, a, I, I got a praise report this morning, but I just forgot about it. Well, my wife uh, forgot to tell me about it. One of my um, my my uh, my stepdaughters, I just call her my daughter, is uh, graduating from middle school this morning, so. I'm not going to stand a long, line too long this morning, but I got a I got a daughter graduating from the eighth grade this morning. And we got to be there, Amen. Hallelujah. So I'm 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 happy about that, and uh, she's very she's been on the honor roll. She stays on the honor roll. Her and her sister, they're like uh, I think nine or two months apart. I went last year to see her sister graduate from that same school, so I'm going back to see her graduate. And she's going to join her sister at the the next level school. They both going to be at the same school again, so. Oh, it's, that, that is good. that's exciting my heart right now. Hallelujah. I just pray for us. And uh, uh, they they good girls. Very good girls. Sweet girls. And they, stay, they stay on the honor roll. So I have that's, to be there that's, 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 that's what God, you know, that's why I pray over our children. Hallelujah. Because believe it or not, you know, it may not seem much, 
you know, when we rebuke the devour and we pray, you know what I'm saying, and we speak kind words to our children, and I'm and yes, I'm sir. learning, I'm learning that even though a child don't do all what you tell them to do, find the thing that they do do and let them know you saw it, you know, recommend them, recommend them for it, you know, and tell them how much you love them and you see they're growing. So, same yes, thing sir. with humans. Same thing with, with grown folks. You know, same thing with Leo, my dog. You know, I don't all the time uh, uh, see it's a certain way to train an animal. And uh, I tell uh, I tell that dog, you know, I, I introduce him to people, and he come over there and the people rub him and stuff. Then I tell him, get on back over there. So this will keep somebody from stealing him because he will remember that they're all they get. So what he do now is when somebody call him, he'll walk around him and wag his tail. But it's deep down really in him that he need to get somewhere. So they ain't ever going to take him. And, you know, I don't know if we did, when you was there, did I let my dog go walking, walking outside? Mr. Sharp. Yes, sir. Were you here and did you see my dog? Yeah, yeah, you got a nice big dog, a big old, a big old um, pit. Did I let him go walking? Did I let him go walking by himself? Uh, I don't remember if you did that day, but I did. Did see he go outside? Him. Was um, he outside? Did he come outside? I don't think he came. I don't think you let him outside that day. I don't think okay. he came out. Well, I let him outside every day, and I don't have to watch him. And he's called a bullet pit. Now he'll stand there. And you can be walking by. Just stand there and look at you. He ain't going to stand there and launch out at you or stand there and just bark at you. Now, if he don't know you, he'll bark and let me know there's a stranger coming. But if it's the neighbors across the street and stuff, he'll right. stand there and watch them. They'll be saying, Leo, Leo, Leo. And he just stand there and wag his tail. You know, and if another big dog walk by, he's not going to charge out. And pit bulls are good at going after dogs. Yeah, yeah, they know Why us humans, why we humans can't understand that God has created us in his likeness and in his image to go and subdue the earth. We want us to do the earth with the pedophilia, and we want us to do the earth with all the things that is not of God. And if you, if you really think about it, we talk about the negative things more than we do the righteousness. And that's why I was, I was trying to get, um, you got your clothes? I was trying to get, um, uh, Minister Luke, to uh, be careful with how he addressed the issue. Because I don't want to sit here and talk about all unrighteousness all day long and just sit here and talk about what the enemy is doing, you know, what the enemy is doing. Well, I see why the enemy is doing what he's doing, because we're doing nothing but broadcast. We become a broadcasting agent. He's an agent. He has an assignment. And now we have his assignment and talking about all of that and what he's doing. Well, me, I'm going to let you talk about it, but I'm going to begin to bind the unfruitful works. The Bible says that you got to bind that stuff. Matthew 18, yes, it says sir. that you got to take authority over it. You know, you got to bind it up. If you can't bind it here on earth, then why do you think God? God is not going to bind it for you. He said, you bind it. Yes, sir. And when you bind it, he said, then I'm going to bind it. So he's given us a work to do here in the earth. And our work in the earth to do is to bind the hand of the wickedness, is to break off, cut off the devil, cut him off in his tracks today. Don't let him continue to escalate and continue to just wreak havoc in your home. And I'm studying broadcasting child, 
They just acting a fool over here. Well, you got the power, Genesis one twenty six, Luke ten nineteen, Job thirty six and eleven. If you obey and serve me, you're gonna spend your days in pleasure, your days in prosperity. So I'm spending my days in pleasure. It has nothing to do with your income. Second 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 Timothy three. Right. It also says we have power to speak over to to, to, to trample over serpents and scorpions, and it also Luke says 10, speak 19. those things that are not. Yes, sir. And it says speak those things that are not as though they were. So th- there you have it. You know, he we have no use our authority. Didn't he? I don't know why people don't use their authority. They know that scripture, but they don't use their authority. They don't open up their mouth. You, and the uh, reason why you don't have no power is that when you don't open up your mouth, you ain't going to have no power. Your mouth is your power. Come on now. Amen? Come on now. Your, your you're mouth. not using the power that God gave you. I told you uh, a while back in Genesis, it started right there. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and earth, and the earth was without form and void. And then what's the next thing? It says that God said, okay, if God said it, why aren't we saying it? Apostle, he spoke this world into existence. Okay, speak your world into existence. What do you want to happen for your life? Speak mm. it into existence, just like your daddy spoken into existence. If he's your My father God. and you're pattering after your father, then you need to do the same thing he did. He spoke mm. it. He sort of said that it was good, and it happened. Same mm. thing with us. We need to start speaking our what we want to exist in life and what we want to happen for us to start doing it and then act on it. But we don't so do if it. I'm only speaking unrighteousness, see, that's what I'm talking about. If I leave the room today to nothing but unrighteousness, you know, talking about what the enemy is doing, the pedophilia and all this and that kind of stuff, then I ain't done nothing according to Scripture. Everything I've done, yes, you understand me, was according to man and totally against the word of God. God said whatsoever you say. So if I'm continuing to say, Brother Luke, that, you know, this pedophilia is taking over and we, you know, well, we have a weapon against this thing. You know, in Matthew 6.33 said, but seek ye first the, the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. What added unto you. Yeah, yes, sir. Absolutely. Mark 11.22, they speak to your mountain. I'm not letting the mountain of sin speak in my house. You know, I got I, I got to be a living example. I can't be here uh, telling people, well, you know, baby, the Bible said that it was going to rain storms in our life. There ain't going to rain no storm in my life because great is he in me and he that's trying to topple over me. I need to have amen. a word this morning from the kingdom. I can't continue, amen, to be watered down and sauteed. The Bible said, ye are the light of the earth. A city that sit on the hill. He says, your salt has lost its savor. Why would say you be called salty? You know, you're the salt. And if you're the salt, somebody ought to get thirsty. The woman at the well, she just got thirsty. Yes, sir. See, but he had to create a desire in her to become yes, thirsty. So he told her, he said, I got some water. And you ain't never got a thirst no more. She said, give me this drink. Amen. And people are thirsty this morning. Hallelujah. And some of them are on the right track. But they don't know the words to speak. You know, you can get on the platform today and say, I want to give, I want to give uh, Brother Anderson an opportunity to have words. Yeah, it rained all week long up there. And, 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 man, we had so much water, I'm telling the truth. But that's not what the man gave me the microphone for. You understand? The man gave me the microphone because he wanted me to speak on the behalf of what they're doing. So I'm speaking the truth, but I am totally 
out of line. They'll say, uh, Brother Adams, we need for you to speak on the behalf of, of the school. Oh, 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 it's a fine school. Don't have much to talk about the school. But I can broadcast you about this hour we're living in, how much flood came over here. So I ain't done nothing on the behalf of speaking what the man gave me the microphone to speak about. I'm speaking about my condition and what I'm suffering and dealing from. And that's what most people do. And that's why somebody has to be wise today to lead them, lead them out of their self yes, so that they can get into the blessed hope. The Lord has a blessing for us today, but it's in your mouth because in the beginning was the word. So now since you got saved and you was baptized, Romans 6 says, say you continue in sin that grace may abound. No, you're not. You just need some words. You know, you may not know scriptures like I drop them. I drop them like that because I preach all the time. I preach in the streets. Minister Sharp, you've been with me. I preach to everybody. I preach to the police. Everywhere you go. Everywhere I you go. I preach to D.O.T. man stop me. While he's examining my truck, I'm started preaching to him. I'm telling him about how much I really, really pray for you often, and I thank God that he puts you guys out here because so many of us truck drivers are over. We need to go to sleep somewhere. And with you guys being out here, that helped us go to sleep. It helped me go to sleep, too, because... You know, I, 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 I've gotten by driving, driving 15 hours, no sleep, you know, on them no-dos, on them in the body, no, 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 no drinks. Been, been, I've been there, done that. Yes, sir. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, you know, something to stay up woke with, you know, getting something to stay up woke, you know. I drove trucks with a whole case of Budweiser beer and all kind of doggone stuff in the truck. And what he worried about the DOT because this was back in the eighties though. You better not drive with right, with, right. with, 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 with one hour older of beer. <laughs> you better not have not one tinkling. You better not even smell like a beer. You better not even have a beer stuck between your calories. Yes, if you, you do, you won't you won't do it again. You won't drive from that scene, I bet you. You'll definitely go down. Well, also, I gotta get out of here. Uh, this is a good conversation. I'd love to get into it, but I, I have to go because I have to get I, I, I appreciate you, man of God. I appreciate you. Let um, me pray for you. Go, Father, I thank you this morning, God, for what you're doing and what you did. Let your grace and mercy be extended today upon my brother, my friend, Mr. Sharp. Bless his wife, family, and all that concern him. Thank you that this day is a day great and far more better than yesterday. Today he will reap a harvest. And the most high, Yah, Selah, be blessed, my brother, Selah, Shalom. Hey, yeah, I'm going to call you later about the other issue. That's a good deal, because I'm going to work on that, too. Amen. I'm going to work on that, okay? Yes, okay. All right. All, All right. right. See you later. Bless you. I love y'all. Uh-huh. Well, glory to God. We had an awesome time this morning, my sister. Amen. I was silent partner. Hallelujah. I shall pray, amen, and hope that something was said or done here on the line that will cause her, amen, to leave here praising the Lord and giving him glory this morning for his word going forth. Hallelujah. Hi, Pastor Craig. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Oh, okay. This is your silent prayer partner. And I don't know if you heard me earlier. I think I muted myself out. <laughs> but I was saying that um, I don't know when the government got so involved in religion but when they took the prayer out of the schools, 
I, I think that's when it started. The government should not interfere with the with religion. I mean, that's that's just the bottom line. I mean, I can't think of any church, any denomination at all in the United States where they would advocate uh, men sleeping with men and women sleeping with women. Do you know of any 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 denomination that does that? Denomination church anywhere? See, that shouldn't be a government function. That's where our pastors come in. When they took prayer out of the schools, what 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 do the what guidelines do the kids have? The teachers see the our kids more than we do because we have to work so hard. Yes, you know. at least they could go to God and say, hey, I know this isn't right. You know? Well, you know, sister, he said, I've given all things into your hand. So going to God about the issue, you know, he said, don't ask me nothing. Well, I've given you all things pertaining to godliness. And on that, on that about prayer being out of school, yes, it was a serious indictment and nothing was done about it. Uh, I have a few things to say about that. Number one, they took it out of school, but I raised six kids when it was out of school, and I didn't I didn't let it get out of my home. So prayer starts in my home. Right. And so when they That's took true. it out of school, I kept it in my home. She didn't take it out of my home. And then what happened from there is that in the early and in, in, in the late seventies, in the late seventies, in the late seventies, seventy seven, seventy six, seventy five, they took all made they. they they fired all of our daddies from working in the sanitation department. All this was was, was was aimed up at the male so that the women would have to work. They didn't work, but they had too many children. And it was aimed up at us. They sit and receive welfare assistance, assistance, and they turn around and told the women, if we come and you have men clothes, in the, you have anything pertaining to a man in the closet, we're going to cut you off. So they turned and they put, they took the husband, they divided the families up, and this is a fact. This is a fact. I was a kid, and I saw it happening. My mom had to send my brother to the Marine Corps. That was a way to get the boys out and get them confirmed so they could get brainwashed like my brother came out of service just messed up just paranoid as he can be, schizophrenic as he can be. And this has been a serious indictment, and the church has said nothing about it, know nothing about it. Instead of the church uh, 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 talking about the government, they sit there and allow the government to give them a 504c3, which opened up church and state when it was used to be, you know, church and state, they didn't come together. The state left the church alone because the Bible said the government shall be up on his shoulder upon the church, not the church upon the government. Now the church is getting hammered down a uh, rationing from the food bank and giving it to the community, and it's nothing but straight-up poison, poison in the mind. You know, we eat seedless fruits. Anything without a seed is a hybrid. We don't even know that a seedless grape is not good for you. A seedless watermelon is a, We don't know because the Bible said every seed-bearing herb is good for meat. So we're a long ways off, sister, this morning. We, we so far off in our thinking, we think it's because we got a mega church. You know, the Bible said in 2 Timothy 3, supposing gain is godliness. Just because it looked like I got a mega church 
it don't mean that it's the church of the Lord. So that's why me, myself, I see myself as a member of his body. And being that I'm a member of his body, I can do far more with more members of his body, such as you and myself like this, than I can, you understand me, standing up, you know, in the church. See, when they stopped allowing the elders, you know, they don't, they, they don't prep for elders in the church. They don't prep for apostles in the church because they're going against the word of God. The word of God, it tells us. He told Moses, he said, Moses, go and choose you 70 men and elders over them so that they can judge my people. There's no more judgment in the church today. Yeah, they took poor out of school. It was all done, you understand me, the same way things are being done today. Obama said, let the, let, let the girls go in the restroom with the guys and let the guys go in the restroom with the girls. The same thing now is the same thing when Ronald Reagan threw all the drugs into America and his wife standing there singing, say no to drugs. And at her funeral, she wanted this rapper, this rapper, he sings about uh, how that uh, the woman was the pusher, some kind of stuff. My daughter tried to explain it to me. But they said they couldn't sing the song because the song was too graphic. But she wanted that song because she saw herself, amen, the wife of a pusher. And nobody talks about that. Drugs were thrown in here, heroin, opium, and all that. You understand? Did any church, you heard any church talking about it? No, they don't talk about it. You see, so when Minister Luke come in here and he begins to talk about uh, all the stuff, you know, I try to get him to see that we cannot defeat the hand of the enemy by talking about it. We only just open up an avenue for Satan, and we give him a platform. And this is not the place that I want to just give the devil a platform. You know, the Bible tells me about the walls of Satan. You know, he said that these, these, these trickery games of the enemy that he's doing, it's going to bamboozle and hoodwink and swim to these people. Yes, ma'am, my sister, you hit the nail on the head. The churches are sitting around complaining and pouting about what has happened. Okay, if he's given us power this morning over all this stuff, then how do we exemplify our power? We exemplify the power that he has given us by knowing scripture. And as I know scripture this morning, ain't no devil gonna come in my house and steal nothing from here. You know, I know my child go to school. You know, ain't no sister me trying to put her in a private school. I'm gonna take her out and put her in a private school. You put her anywhere you want to. They got that stuff happening in every school. Because it's not the school. It's not the prayer being taken out of school. It's in my home what type of structure I have. If I leave my wife because some spirit has drawn me away and I tip in the house at 430 in the morning and get Shama to school and do what I'm doing now, preparing her breakfast and stuff, still she knows deep down inside that it's something wrong, that her daddy has changed. So my fight this morning against the spirit of wickedness is that I know that our weapon of warfare I thank God for every prayer partner and prayer warrior on the line this morning. We need you. We need you. You, you know, your, your, your anointing, your presence, Minister Craig, is very, very, very much needed here. Amen. Solid partner or whatever. It's great because the enemy knows who you are and he knows you here. And you're on the right line because we ain't taking down 
We're not taking down. We're not going to sweep this matter under the rug. We're going to deal with it head on because when I came to the kingdom and I realized that there was nothing I can do, there was nothing I can do to defeat the works of darkness without his word. I began to learn the word because I was praying to God all the time. Lord, help us, Lord. Oh, God, my wife and God. And I, I, you know, and I heard it for years. And I could not overcome depression because my wife died on my birthday, January 22nd. But when the Lord began to speak to me through his word, you no, know, he led me to the book. And in my mind, I heard something telling me in the beginning was the word. So I began to learn words to overcome depression for my own life. I was praying. seemed like nothing happened in all them prayers I was praying, but something did happen. It led me back to the book. And as I sit there day in and day out, eating scriptures, eating scriptures, eating scriptures, rebuking the enemy in my mind, you know, leaving suicide, you know. I mean, I've lived a lifestyle that I know was going to take my life because I was the one that was going to take it, not, not no one else. And so I'm free today. And being that I'm free today, I want to let everyone know that you can be free. The enemy cannot hold you in bondage. He cannot hold you against your will today. All you have to do is just believe. The Bible said if God can only believe that all things are possible, he says to us this morning that everything is possible. All we have to do is believe. And I'm so grateful this morning to be on the line with all the believers in the house. And I'm grateful for uh, uh, Brother Luke, Minister Luke over in uh, Australia, over in Vietnam, and all the people that call in and all the people that are listening uh, in foreign countries around the world. We have the same problem in America. Make no mistake about it. Don't think that America is a place to escape to and all your worries is going to be over with. You come to America, you may be able to, to live lavishly and be able to wear Jordans and be able to uh, buy new cars and stuff. It's only a fear to get you in a sinful lifestyle, to get you to forget about who you was and where you were. Child, I ain't thinking about where I was. No, you don't need to think about it. But bring somebody else out. Let them know that sometimes where you're at is far more better than where you're going. Because when you come to America, you're going to learn the American lifestyle, American way. You're going to dress like Americans. You're not going to wear your own garments that you wore in your country. You're going to put on some of these nice clothes that they sell out here for you to put in. They're going to put you in a whole other different wardrobe. And the Lord don't want you to need leave him out of the equation. So my my words to you this morning it's Father, I thank you this morning that your word is in our hearts today. Help us to love you and to obey and to think about others as we journey through this pilgrim land. Forgive sin today, heal and deliver, make us free today so that we can get someone else free. We love you, Father, and we know that you love us first. And you prove your love to us by sending your son to die as sinful flesh that we may not that we may not die to sin, die in sin, but we can die to sin and be made whole this morning. Father, we thank you. 
that your word is a lamp right now into our path. It's a light to our feast this morning. We love you. And we ask you to rain down upon us again today. Give us that love that runs from heart to heart. And we'll serve you to our dying day. We thank you and we honor you and we appreciate you, Father. You're a gracious God and a faithful God. This day, Father, create in us a clean heart. Renew the right spirit in us. Give us what we stand in need of, that we may follow you all the days of our life. And we will dwell in your house forever. Amen. Amen. I love this. Amen. I love this program, Sister Freddie, with all my heart and soul. And I believe this morning that it is he that's going to give us power. And I know that he'll give us power, Sister Freddie, because you 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 own the line as a transformation. You're a conversion. And you was converted when you got here. But he said we know things in part. So we learn this thing every day. Something new come up. And we say, Lord, I thank you. Some things I don't know come. And I say, Lord, I thank you. You know, a lot of things, it sounds like I'm in agreement for, but I'm not. It's just that since we're worldwide, I don't want to exempt no one. How I know there's someone out there that's listening to me this morning that might be, you know, twisted in their thinking, maybe in a lifestyle that is not, you know, conducive for, uh, for, uh, in the sight of God, that he don't accept it. And I sit here and I ridicule it and I, and I, and I, and I denounce it and I do everything. You know, my father said that he's a redeeming God. My father said in Isaiah 59 that his hand is not short, that he cannot save. He hears every person. How I know that this individual may not be fitting to commit suicide, and here I am giving him reason to kill himself, to kill herself. So I preach the way I preach, being led by his spirit, so somebody can get saved. You know, look at me. I'm saved. He saved me. Do I have trouble? Yes, I have a lot of trouble. But I'm able now to tax that trouble up that it ain't the person that's that's causing me this trouble. It's the enemy trying to get me to reject this individual. And if I reject them, they were rejected when they met me. They'll just go on being rejected and rejecting other people. You know what I'm talking about, Sister Freddie? I know exactly, I know exactly what you're talking about. You know, because I I will uh, listen to your testimony. How that uh, uh, anger. The Bible says that uh, that that stuff is hatred, and hatred is cruel to the grave. The Bible says be angry for nothing. So the Bible says, come on and eat, Chama. Every day I go through the same progress with you, the same process. You're so busy now trying to fix yourself up so you can't even eat. And all them girls at school. They don't care nothing about their hair. They just wag the way, way the way they wake up. They just take their hands and pull it out, and it's, it's it. That's it. You about one of the only girls I see. Shama about one of the only girls I see in school that's got the got the pull hat. But you know, Shama is different, though. You know, Shama, Shama, she she her own self. You know, so I can't I can't knock her for the way she do. Cause her dad do the same thing. I put on work clothes and I iron them. So. She got it. She got it rightfully from her daddy. So I can't. I can't say. And her mama, 
Mama, 57 years old, and her father's still a worship leader, dashing across the stage, just dashing her heart out. I'm like, girl, you better sit out somewhere. And I'm like, dancing to the Lord, get that. But she's got people on there. And her mama dances, and her mama prays, dances. Uh, that's where she get her praises from. So I, I, I ain't knocking her. Matter of fact, when Shama was in the womb, you know, Shama's a seven-month child. When she was in the womb, her mother was dancing. We had put on a, a program at the, uh, the Hilton Inn. And that night was a night, the name of it was a, a Raffles, Raffles something, a night of healing. And the name of our ministry was Paraclete Sanctuary. And we had a building that had about four or five rooms in it. And those rooms were for the people to come in and go in there and search their hearts. And they went in those rooms, and if they needed our assistance, they had a bell to ring. But other than that, they just go in there and get right with the Lord. We didn't touch them. Some of them would finish and say thank you and walk on out the door. That's what the Lord had laid on our hearts to do with the ministry that he had given us. So Shama, she, uh, he come in the world worshiping. She come in the world as a worshiper. So I can't, I can't knock that little girl. And the little girl can preach too. The little girl can preach this gospel. So that's God's child, and, and I'm through with that. Whatever she do, you know, the father have to deal with her on that. Because when I try to talk to her, she be talking about, oh, daddy, right here, I'm out of style or something. Okay, then, well, I'm going to tell the Lord on me. Come on, Charlotte. Oh, I ain't never seen nobody like Charlotte before. Ooh-wee. I try not to complain. I try not to get on her too hard. But I got to get on her sometimes. Bible, it tells us that we're living in the last days. And seeing that we're living in the last days, if the father let the children do what they wait, then they're going to be here responsible for their children. I mean, come on, that's her life. I ain't got, yeah, you got something to do with it. You let her do it. No, you ain't getting no mind. This for mama. You get no salmon. You get over there. Get over there and get your oatmeal. Come on, come on, come on. Get your food and eat now, salmon. You didn't want oatmeal. Well, you ain't got to eat it. You just ungrateful. You don't eat no pork. You don't eat no pork. I'm not giving you. You, you want some pork? That's a shame. I cook every morning. You waste my food, son. That's a shame. And I'm on the line. Speak around this morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. That it was being a, a, a bit unfair this morning. Not giving me a sandwich, but you know we can. We gotta let it go. <laughs> we gotta let it go, huh? Yeah. Even if the sandwich does look good. That's pork, and Mama eat pork. You don't eat it, and I don't eat it. Look at you. You want some anyhow? Just a little. <laughs> Someone talks that I think something in the Bible. You had said they just offered to you. I am not offered it to you. <laughs> the plate was offered. Yeah, that shaman was a mess. Shaman says somewhere in the Bible it says that he and Cook, if it was offered to you, then you need to support. <laughs> and then Daddy, it was offered. I never offered it to you. I made this for Mama. And I got Mama Oatmeal right here. 
so mama can eat your oatmeal and eat your sandwich. Now, I would have tried to spell who that beef for that. But I put all this oatmeal. Boy, I praise the Lord. So, Sister Freddie, I know you didn't I know you didn't get it all this morning. But uh uh we had an awesome time. Uh uh Minister Craig, I think that's the solemn part in the name of Minister Craig. She was on the line. And uh, that brother Luke, I have to mute him. So that brother Luke, he coming there. You can't stop him, brother Luke. You cannot stop him. He 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 goes on and on and on. And so I muted him so that I can ask him. It appears that this stuff is really 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 bothering him, but I wanted him to uh, let's see. I am unknown, got hit with a back out, and the talk show account is locked and logged. Internet, that's why he couldn't He couldn't come in. It says, uh, uh, he, he wrote something on here. It says, um, well, where did he go? Let me, let, let, let me unmute. I got an unknown, uh, unknown caller. I think it's an unknown caller. I can't make out what it is. Let me unmute and see. Uh, let's see. What's wrong with this computer? Let me. These computers start freezing up when you start. Okay, there's my unknown caller. Good morning, unknown caller. How are you? Yeah, it's uh, it's Luke here. Um, what happened was we got we got a blackout, and with internet phones, they have to say I'm hanging up in order to hang up the call. So if you get a blackout your connection will be stuck on. And uh, it says that I'm on the on on the call now, but I'm really not. <laughs> yeah, I was I was telling the people uh, about you and how that, you know, I believe that these things are really, really troubling you in your heart. You know, but the Bible just said, let not your heart be troubled. You know, I want you to not be troubled in your heart in your soul. I know it I know it bothers you and it bothers me too, you know. I wanna just throw in the towel. I wanna just throw in the towel and, and, and just just go straight out blame me and just tell them, you know, go to hell. You know, to hell with all this mess, you know. But the Lord will allow me to do that because and I know I got this water running but but I'm pushed for time. I'm trying to do so many things at one time. The Lord yeah. don't want me to just throw in the towel because he keeps making me remember that what if I was stuck in the lifestyle? You know, what if hey, I was um, stuck in You might be right about that. I would the... be angry at you because I would hear you on talk show and then I would become an enemy to you and I'd be trying to find a way to shut you down because you're speaking out against what I'm doing. You see? And so the Lord has laid it up on my heart to tell you that while we're opening up these doors of kingdom of darkness, we should also cover ourselves with his word. Now, the Bible that tells us that in the last days, purest times will come here when we come lovers of themselves, and da, 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 da. Leviticus tells us, you know, uh, the law that we shouldn't do this, and we shouldn't sleep with our neighbor's wife, shouldn't cover this, shouldn't blah, 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 blah. I read the Word of God, and that's the only thing that that has kept me from just you know loading up, loading up my, loading up my, my artillery of my lips 
and shooting out at these people with the word of God, screaming at them with the word of God, some of those people, when you catch them by themselves, they say, I really want to change. But it seems like everybody is against me. Everybody ain't against you. They're against what you're doing. So that's why I try and get you to understand, Brother Luke, is that not everybody that's doing what they're doing like what they're doing. They're just doing it because they're in the crowd with the rest of the clowns. I know. That's that's what, And that, that crowd should stay away from uh, our, our schools. And... Um, I think you are the man. You could be the big front man for mass resistance in in Texas. If it, if it is true, what you told me before about the mayor of Houston, if you were one of those people that was a victim of the lesbian mayor of Houston, um, you've got the credibility to take up this role, to keep our schools free of this. Because when I went to school, they didn't have all this gender identity crap. They just had compulsory Bible study unless you were a Muslim, and now. Look at the new generation they're bringing up in government schools in both of our countries. Well, see, well, see, right, right there. We can voice all our opinions we want to, unless we train our children at home that it's wrong, and our children will stay, take a stand and say, I don't want them in here with me. You know, I'm at the school 24-7 with these, with, with, with these hoopiers, I mean, with the children, with these old uh, 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 pedophilia uh, spirits running around in the school system. So, well, you got to look at it. It's not so much as what they say. It's the teachers themselves is having affairs with our children. Correct. You know, so so if, 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 if the teachers themselves, all this, I'm going to eat a couple of bites of oatmeal and take your vitamins. I said go and eat some of that oatmeal and take your vitamins and put the rest of that oatmeal in the container, seal it, and put it in the fridge. You know, I mean, I have a child. Yeah, they're control freaks in, in, uh, in America. You've got to have Michelle Obama school lunches or something. Is that true? Say, say that again? Is it really true that they're control freaks in America and you have to have disgusting, um, almost in, in, inedible, Michelle Obama-sponsored school lunches. Is that true? I've heard yeah. about it. Yeah, oh, my she, God. She's school lunches and, 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 it's and Michael Obama things that they did, you know? You know, it, it, it's, it's a lot of things that are... Uh, it's, it's a lot of things that uh, uh, that is going on uh, uh, in the school system uh, that Michelle Obama uh, has done, you know, but like I say, you know, I rebuke it, refute it, and I pray against it that our children will not fall into, you know, the with them, you know. So I'm, I'm, I'm praying and I'm standing in the gap and I'm teaching and I'm also teaching and preaching, you know, how we're to walk, uh, 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 how we to walk this thing out and not allow this thing to be so so uh, uh, so evicting till it it hurt us as we uh, listen to this and as we see it coming we just throw our hands up and say oh my god you know it's more than oh my god it's that the kingdom of darkness you know that thing must must be exposed and we have the tools to expose it. And we expose it, not just going in our prayer for all the prayer against it, but we be a voice against it. 
you know, and it's wonderful. You are a powerful voice against what we hear and against what's going on in this country. In this country and in the country all around the world. This is not just a one country uh, uh, deal that's happening. This thing is happening all around the globe. The Bible said that this thing would happen and it would come upon all mankind. But he said, watch and pray that you be not partaker of this wicked device. You see? And so there's a word concerning everything that we hear today, everything that is going on. There's a word from the Lord on how to deal with it. And we have to deal with this thing here in righteous, you know, in righteous, in righteous. And that's my plight today, amen, is that I know how to deal with it and that the Lord continue to use me and show me what to do. Okay, family and friends, we're running out of time. I must cut the program. Shama, did you put everything uh, in the container so that I can uh, take it? I need to put the lettuce back up. Yeah, I have got to close the service out this morning. No, you don't need any watermelon. You have to get it yourself. I mean, we're running out of time, right? I need to, um, Brother Luke, you know, I, I'm here every day, and, and you're welcome anytime. Uh, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to block you because most certainly you love God. You know, we have people all around the world that see God in a different, in a different, from a different viewpoint. You know, uh, you proved enough to me that uh, you do have faith enough to believe that uh, 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 he's going to come back. And, he, you know, the Bible says, and, and I want yeah. you to look at Isaiah, Isaiah 13, chapter said he's going to rid this world of sin. Your job yeah. is to keep on talking about it, you understand me, but also shine light. All right, I'll start, I'll start daily reading of the King James and... Um, that that I'll I'll have I'll have my um relationship between me and God try and get to know His teachings better, but um if you seeing you 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 are more learned than me, and you are in Texas and you have done battle with the same people I have done battle with before, with your with your experience and and your life experience and what was done to you by that mayor of Houston. If you wanted to if you wanted to be the the great crusader to make Amer Texas schools safer. I'm sure mass resistance will have you if if you contact them. Okay, I'm I've, I've got a good feeling about this. You can really make a difference. Well, I'm I'm making a difference. I, I am making a difference. Trust me, I'm making a difference because what I'm doing is I, every day, every day, I'm rebuking and binding the work of the unfruitful work of darkness. I'm doing it. I'm doing it, and yes, they, the kingdom of darkness feel me. Sister Freddie, what, what, Sister Freddie will tell you what they said. The witch said, and tell that man to stop coming. So when you begin to realize, Brother Luke, that you're doing much damage, you understand me, when you know the word of God and you stand and you know that he's going to do it. Psalms 139 and 5 say he laid his hand upon you, Brother Luke, you know, Isaiah 59 said his hand is not too sharp where he can't save, neither his ears is jacked up where he can't hear. So I do it according to the word of God, and when I do it, the mayor of Houston, the president, and everybody, everybody know that I'm standing in the gap and that the enemy, he may be trying to fight. But he, he, Good. He I know you stand with God. I just want to have more people standing by your side, working with you, who care, who care about the same things you do. More people on earth, as well as 
other. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Luke, I'm going to have me a busy day today. Uh, family and friends, I'm going to pray us out this morning. Let, let Shaman pray us out. Come on, Shaman, pray us out so that uh, we can get out of here because we're running out of time, Brother Luke. It's 813. I better pray us out. Shaman, pray too long. <laughs> okay. You, you, you need to get get on to work or whatever, so... Um, yes, yes, yes. I have to first get her to school, then I have to go and take my wife her lunch, and then I got to come back and go and do uh, uh, do my godly chores, which is uh, uh, meet up with some people and uh, get them taken care of. Then I got to come back home and make the phone calls and, and what I do. And well, I'm in a different I'm time doing. zone. My, my mission is to go to sleep, wake up, and do my interview on American Voice Radio Network. So I've already had my long day, a very Hallelujah. long day. Hallelujah. But I'm speaking American of school, I've done, a, I've done a barter deal. Barter deals are still alive. I'm trading my English uh, teaching ability for a free preschool for my daughter. So, uh, yeah, yep, I'm doing a, I, start, I started my barter deal arrangement today, which was good. I got free preschool. Wonderful. Awesome. That's a blessing. Father, we thank you this morning for all that's been done. We ask you that you continue to cover us, Father. We ask that you this day, as we go from the line, never to leave your presence. Bless each and every person that is on the line this morning, God. We ask you that we will search our souls today, search our hearts, to see whether we be of you, Father, or whether we be reprobate. We ask you, Father, Lord, that you will bless and keep us until we meet again. We ask you all these prayers in your darling son, Yahshua HaMashiach. Amen. See ya. Thanks. God bless you. We'll be back tomorrow. Yes, the Lord. God bless you. Amen. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.